0: Oh, hey there. Thanks for joining us again for the second half of Reclaiming My Gravity. I know you've been sitting on pins and needles just waiting to hear what's going to happen between Chekhov, myself, and Seagard. So sit back, relax, enjoy your favorite beverage, and listen to the smooth, soft tones of Chekhov's Deep, Deep voice. But, yeah, and then I think some of the big news so far this week is uh, Evocati launched yeah. yesterday that's uh, right for 3.11. So that's super exciting. Yeah, um, I that haven't idea. noticed anything of note. Yeah, I mean, I followed the leaks discord, and I haven't noticed anything super um, out of place, except a couple things. I'd say uh, The Rock went, is going to be for sale next patch,
1: which yeah, is great. Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
0: One no. patch. Yeah, I know you're excited, Chekhov. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I was waiting um, for, because now I know which ship I need to buy I kind of solved the Exactly. Dilemma.
0: Yeah. And it's 172K, which it's not crazy costly, because it will pay for itself in the first run. Right. Um, but, yeah. And then the other thing I noticed is that they have um, – it looks like they're focusing much more on the buttons in your dash of your ship or your cockpit of your ship actually have inner thoughts associated with them.
2: Um, even
0: more so than they already are. So that, that I think is something they, they sort of tease that with the star runner. Um, but I think they're sort of making their way doing that. And one more thing that was talked about in leaks discord is there are some hints that the Connie Taurus might make an appearance this patch
2: that would be good
0: um so who knows i mean that would be that's an interesting ship that's what is it cargo
2: <laughs> yeah i'm a tourist right man. isn't that cargo For- focused yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely it's the largest of the connie class cargo wise yeah right. yeah so, and I, so, um, I love the constellations you know, yeah i know you do <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, I- and i have talked uh on on n uh, you know, numerous times so far about 3.11 and what we're excited about. What are you excited about, Seaguard?
2: Well, I, I was excited about the cargo uh, module, but I don't know that that's still occurring. Mm-hmm. I think, has that been pushed out of 3.11? You no, know, the it's cargo 3.11. Decks? The
0: cargo decks,
2: yeah. 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 The cargo decks are in. Another thing that they didn't
0: have on the roadmap but is a, is a positive is they they did rework the interiors a little bit of the stations so that you know it's not a giant labyrinth. Gotcha. I don't know how that's playing out because I haven't I haven't seen that. But on the plus side, it seems like right. it's not a labyrinth. So we'll see.
2: So um, car- yeah, you should still cargo look forward to. Cab it. would be good. I mean, those would be cool to me. Those would be very cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the cargo decks look great. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked about this, I think, between the podcast and also just in our normal Discord chats. It's like, they'll be really great if the associated missions are available in 3.11. And that I don't know.
1: Yeah, so let me ask you uh, your opinion about the cargo decks then. So, so you're saying they will launch them, but they will really not going to be any gameplay or there's going to be some limited gameplay
0: so i think the cargo is going to be the at the very least when you go to stations that's the destination you sell your cargo now um versus somewhere
2: else
1: right so, so um, from a practical standpoint what, what does that mean you the you would need to it'll be a it'll be a lengthier activity it's not just a matter of walking up to a terminal and selling it you're going to have to do something else
2: you know I think so you know, we don't know that yeah I think as I understand it they've they've said it's it's where you conduct cargo or mining type of business so number one is I think in the final product they're having kind of a storage area or storage capacity for you yeah. so you don't have to yeah if you can move it with a small ship collect it with a small ship get enough to fill a large ship and then load it and take it somewhere to then sell move it. it with the large. Yeah. Yeah. So, or I like that, that's good for guys who like to, you know, the, like to build processes to sustain themselves. That's kind of like what I like to do. I don't just like to move cargo for the yeah. sake of moving cargo. Um, or
0: like if you're selling commodities to another player, you can actually uh, leave it there, transfer ownership there. And then the player picks it up
2: there. Right. Um, I don't know if they mentioned anything about groups, though. Group play involved in that? Have you heard anything about that? They didn't. I
0: I, I think that's probably not in the short term. You know, the way, because if you look at it, so there's a lot of unknowns. And I I, I don't think there's going to be, like, the cargo transfer capability for another player to player or anything like that. But if you look at it, like, in 312, they're going to have the refinery. Right, so if that's that's more of the mining piece. That's what got pushed back,
2: uh guard. Oh, okay, the mining aspect of it.
0: Yeah, so the refinery is where you go to take those raw materials and refine them into something. Well, once they're refined, you move them over to the cargo depot. You can choose to take them to the destination or you hire someone who specializes in that. Right. If you want to just mine and you don't want to haul cargo, then Someone else can haul the cargo for you, Or in our instance, we're we're an org. There are people who love hauling and there are people who love mining. And we can work in collaboration to move things around to sell them to the best possible place.
2: Simultaneously.
0: Um, Outstanding. Exactly. Exactly. And create a really good system and chain of events. Um, What we don't know is there are a few things that they mentioned in relationship to cargo depots. One is... Cargo related missions and building reputation with the cargo hauling guilds, which I'm sure there'll be a vast variety across the verse. We know the reputation piece is something they're working on. I don't think that's something that's going to be a part of 311. I don't know if missions are going to be a part of 311. And they did say that some of them would be missions around actual cargo hauling, and some of them would be missions around actually protecting cargo haulers. So you can actually get escort missions. From the cargo depots, um, I don't know if that any of that's going to be in. And it also looks; it does look like you can buy cargo-related things. But we know that the mining tool, or not the mining tool, the um, <clears throat> the multi-tool, isn't going to have the attachment to move cargo until next patch. So okay, that's not going to be a thing yet. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, it, then it begs to begs the question: What's it going to be now? Maybe at the very least, it'll be a pretty predefined place that we know we can go to sell cargo, and it'll be more immersive. Right. Um, anything else I feel like is going to be a bonus at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think how it's going to affect small ships, too. The, um, You know, some ships, you know, I guess we've all done it. We, we don't like to enter atmosphere. Right. We hate to take, you know, the big ship in the atmosphere and then run yeah. through the terminal like, you know, the old, old Jay Simpson commercials, you know, hopping over luggage, yeah. trying to get to the terminal before a ship gets put away. Um, yeah. I think that uh, this could open up some opportunities where you save that time uh, and you're just conducting business. You know, there's none of the uh, the alternative getting distracted here, getting distracted there. Um, And for small ships, that means they can make some money because they can do lots of little runs very quickly. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, especially if you think about it. So in theory, once they replace Port Alisar, Port Alisar is supposed to be like the port for Stanton. It's the place where everything flows from other systems to, in theory. There might be some of the other you know, some of the other places might be closer to different, um, you know, jump points and maybe they might be the de facto from Pyro or from the other systems. But in theory, that's the hub. And so if that's the hub, I can see missions between different hubs from different systems, missions within system, and then it's smaller ships, right? Okay. Well, Crusader needs this amount of supply in order to meet their demand. So you take this from Port Olisar and you bring that here. And then that permeating across the other, you know, planets in the system, depending on what they need, you know, especially since they're all corporate planets, you know, a lot of industrial work is being done on those planets. So, it, it you know, it, it begs, it makes me, first of all, as I'm saying this, I'm starting to sit there and think, oh my God, I'm picturing the Tony Z, you know, quantum video from last year's CitizenCon
1: oh um, oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. talking Quanta. about the
0: dynamic Quanta. economy yeah yeah mm. yeah cool well quantum is the tool that they see and then they call the little ai Quanta.
2: yeah yeah that's that that is the part that excited me last year i thought that was amazing
1: is, is it time for me to talk about those little things that i find in the verse that are <laughs> you yeah. mean the bug of the week yeah, the, the the well, actually, this is off Bug of the Week because they're very interesting. Yeah,
0: checkoff Bug of the Week.
1: Yeah, so well, the Bug I think of it the, is that time, actually. Great. So I'm inside the reclaimer, and I kind of took a stroll, and I ended up uh, in the public, I guess you would call them the public bathroom. So three noticeable things. Number one, if the COVID wave hits again, God forbid, there's plenty of toilet paper here. By the way, uh, second, <laughs> every stall. Are you talking about
0: in the captain's bathroom?
1: Uh, I don't know if this is a captain's bathroom. I think this is the. Oh,
0: you're talking about the uh, the the, comp- the
1: larger one. The larger one, yeah. Oh, okay. There, there are different uh, scent shampoos in every stall and conditioner. There's a leaky <laughs> sink, and you are a vampire because oh, uh, yeah. you, you do not see a reflection in the mirror
0: yep <laughs> what we do in the shadows
1: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> so those are my little bugs of the week
0: okay all right well we we know about the we do know about the mirror because that has to do with the render to texture technology, and that'll eventually be solved. I think uh, from what I've heard, they say, you know it's not as easy as you think, but it it's just not a priority sense, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying of to money. think of, of a game that's out there. Do you know of any that actually does have that functionality? I, I want to say the, the the Last of Us, but I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure if, if well, anybody able to solve this.
0: Here's the thing. The thing about it is it's not that you're, you see your own reflection. It's that everything that they do, they want to be diegetic. So – they don't want you to see your reflection and then it's faked for the other person to see your reflection. They want your reflection to be seen by everyone to be the true reflection. So they want to create actual reflect reflection versus a fake, which is what a lot of games do is they sort of like fake their way into making it look like there's a reflection. So, you know,
1: it's, we'll see. Well, I can understand it, the challenge, eventually. Right? Yeah, Multiple yeah. players come up to the mirror to make sure not only they're, they're seeing themselves, they're seeing you, they're seeing, yeah, that's a complex process. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, clearly, you know, I think I come across a little bit as a white knight and I think I am a little forgiving. Um, definitely. I do get disappointed, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, this is some easy stuff. This is a hard game to solve for. And I think a lot of, unforeseen things come up and and I think something like the mirror thing I think the same solution to the mirror will be the same solution to like a hologram of somebody you know what I mean and that stuff they're working on or the same thing as like you know the news van being able to report around the verse Um, right so yeah well I think that brings us to our question and answer section of the episode and we actually did get a few questions uh, this week Um, So first question comes from Discord, um, and it was sent in by our very own Admiral Cody, who happens to be um, also the person who scored our intro and outro. Um, So Admiral Cody asks, um, if you could only give four pieces of information to a new player, what would they be? And he did go on to say four because he felt that three was too generic. Of a number and five is too too much.
1: Did you say uh, to a, typical to coding group, fashion. To a group
0: player? No, to a new player. Oh,
1: to a new player. What would
0: you, yeah? So, what four critical pieces of information would you give to a new player? And why don't you start us off, Seagard?
2: All right. So, one would be, um, contr- you know, as your excitement builds, control your urge to buy. Um, you can earn a lot of things in game. Right, especially with especially an org now. Yeah, especially with an org, there's a lot of us who have these big ships, and we just we want people to be on them with us, and that's harder to find than the actual ships. Um, so let us help you make money for yourself. Uh, the second one would be that uh, the the small ships are extremely capable. Uh, I, I really do feel that that's the case with you know like the Reliance and the 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 Avenger, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, the Avenger. uh, Amazing ship. You can do so much with it. Um, So don't overlook them. Don't think you have to have the Carrick right off the bat. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I would say number three would be um, uh, don't be afraid to go out there and, you know, crash and burn and blow up. It takes time to kind of get your control configuration set up. Um, I think we've all changed. Especially all while we're in times. alpha. Oh, yeah, all, all <laughs> yeah. the time. And we've all tried different things, and we all have our unique way of doing it. But it takes time. You're not going to be the ace of the day on day one. Um And I think I have the last one. Um I, I was traditionally – so the advice would be join an org. Um And I would even recommend read at the top of that org. I'm a guy who never played <laughs> in orgs before, a little bit on the shy side. and. uh and I always felt like, oh, I'm a little older, No, not want to play out with me. But uh I've had more fun with the org than I ever did by myself. And it's it's really not fun anymore playing by myself. It's Yeah.
1: It's just something Agreed. To out I
2: with. don't play if it's just me. Yeah, so that's my four. What about you, Chekhov?
1: Yeah, so de- definitely the last one. Uh, because I am okay, so this is coming from a fairly new player, because I've been playing this only since uh three eight and uh yeah, or i- uh, before I would come on by myself sometimes now it's really never i um I can't you know unless I look at the discord unless there's somebody on i'm I'm not even logging in, I'll just go do something else um the um the other thing I would say is um uh, you know uh practice practice, practice because I find that there's a uh, and again, not for everybody. I know Geek, will probably say not for me, you know, dog fighting is a really, really cool gameplay, but you really have to be good at it to enjoy it uh, or or at least get good at it. So I would say practice that in Arena Commander. And also don't just go out there and start reading all the websites and spending money on the, the best loadout for your ship. And uh, I thought that was the answer too. And, and I didn't listen to other more experienced players when they say we can't tell, because I kept on saying what is the best loadout, and they were saying, well, the, the, that's a complicated answer. It all depends on your flight style. It depends on you know what you do actually, and that's extremely true. You really should try different planes, especially if you know take advantage of the free flight and figure out uh, you know what works for you and And also, there isn't no such thing as the best plane they're all so they're all great and they're all completely different, and they all can be equipped differently. There's endless variations of what you could do with the ships, so you know definitely don't spend money on loadouts until you figure out your flight styles and the um uh I think that was like two third one, which I also think really important. I don't wanna to sound too snobbish here. But to really enjoy the game, don't take for granted that the recommended technology. I mean the you know you don't have to go crazy and spend gazillion dollars on your PC, but uh, definitely uh, definitely more more than the minimum. recommended that's for sure, because I played at minimum. And this game, I have to tell you, from my personal experience, is not playable at minimum config. Uh, maybe not at the top, but very, you know, very close to optimal. That's recommended. So that would be a technology recommendation. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that was four because I agreed on the org so far.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. and I would say to add to your point, Chekhov, if you are hesitant to build um a PC yet, which I am I'm in that boat. I have a computer that wouldn't handle the game. I actually just use shadow uh PC, which is sort of like, you know, um not that I'm sponsored not that we're sponsored by them or anything, but I think it's cool. It's essentially like a remote gaming uh uh machine that you can play with. Uh so that's been pretty cool. I'm actually on it right now so I can record while on shadow. For me, 100%, it's not necessarily join an org per se, although I think it's the best way to answer sort of this phenomenon. I think it's ask questions. And I will say, as someone who used to be new to the game years ago, it's not easy to do in just general chat. Um, You know, So like there's this new guide system that's sort of tied into Spectrum. If you're new to the game, use the guide system. I've been waiting for someone to inquire, um, for me as a guide, I haven't seen it happen. I had it once happen once. Um, and maybe that's part of it. It just doesn't work very well in the, in the actual game. Um, it's sort of separate in spectrum, which I don't use as much. Um, but ask questions either in the guide. Uh, I would do, you know, I do think joining an org, especially if it's one that's collaborative and friendly is probably the easiest way to go. Um, I know we have an org of sort of like, and this isn't to try and be a read plug. It's just my experience. Um, read plug. Read we have plug. an org of sort of like helpful people. You know, like Seagard, He rate. He'll. He he does not even spend his money on himself in game. He tries to figure out who wants a different type of ship, and will send them money to help them get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. So got that test firsthand from both of you guys. <laughs> Both yeah. <laughs> Sigurd and you got helped me out with my first prospect. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. You and
1: I've been playing a while um, now. We've been yeah. playing together for a while. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, well Sigurd you guys came actually,
0: into the org at the same time, right?
2: Yeah. He went first but I followed it.
1: Yeah, him. yeah we, we kind of we met with Sigurd in a really tiny org that was just formed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't know anything about orcs. I just kinda went to the org section. I see the first one. Brand new one says, Ah, why not click? And that's how we met Sigurd. But it was tiny. It was literally four people there. Yeah. And then I sort of liked the whole concept of the org, obviously. And I kinda went exploring and I and I saw Earth uh YouTube uh video. Yeah. And that's how I found oh.
0: it. Oh, I didn't realize that it was
2: from uh Yes. Earth. Uh,
1: Speaking of plugs. We would really never yeah. talk about Earth, but he's the honorary member. He's good. He's a good. Oh,
0: guy. of the podcast, you mean?
1: Yeah. Or... Oh, well, no, not the power of the org. I mean.
0: No, he's in the org. Yeah,
1: official. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's Honorary,
0: saying. right? Oh, yeah. I think he's technically like our communications director or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he, for those of you who don't know Earth, um, it's spelled O Earth. Um, but I think it the O is supposed to look like the earth, um, but he, he's a YouTube, uh, content creator and he actually has a different spin on his content compared to, I think anyone really. Yeah. Um, he creates content that's sort of like extremely helpful. And for instance, one of his video series that he's been doing is 10 days on microtech.
2: Yeah. That's a great. And what
0: you can do. Yeah. It's like what you can do only by staying in the microtech system. Because if you're a new player, like once the game's launched, you're brand new, you didn't buy a giant ship to get in the game, you have a starter ship. He's trying to show you what you can do in your first 10 days to sort of like earn a a living in the game. And I'm sure that'll evolve uh, because they're not even at the micro levels of of things yet, but yeah, his stuff is really great.
1: Yeah, by the way, speaking of themed episode, I think the theme of this stream is going to be Chekhov lost in the Reclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As always, you know, will find my way. But everybody's getting a great tour of the Reclaimer because I've been walking around here past, you know, 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So my... Go ahead. My Oh, I was going to say my second thing, because, you know, I'm tangential like that, I'd say, um, you know, try everything and, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, get in prison once. Sorry, Chekhov, that you went to prison once, but, you know, go to prison, do, um, do anything. You know, there's a lot of different things to explore in the game. You know, there's a mission that I haven't played in ages that was a really fun mission and it's an investigation mission to figure out what happened to someone's husband. And it's an insurance claim. Absolutely. That's a really fun mission.
2: It is. It's one of their first ones, too.
0: And it's one of the most complex in the entire game. Yeah. Yep. Still. Like, you know, if you're not checking out missions like that, try it out. You know, one of the things, one of our org members, it's at, actually, it's at Cody again. He he knows, he's been like, he'll take us on tours of the Javelin wreckage site on Daymar. You know, if you haven't seen that, go see it. Go try to find um, Benny Henge. Um, you know, explore because it's it's pretty vast universe. Yeah. Um, let's see
1: the That's third cool. thing. By the way, while the you're thinking, thing. you're 130 away. Can you just stop by here and show me <laughs> how to get I, out? Yeah, how to get to the bridge?
0: <laughs> oh goodness, it,
1: it is complete. Oh, never mind. It, I just found it. I just found it. Oh good. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: in some ways it's a little confusing because you have to go down a little elevator.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. I'm in. I mean, yeah. I love that ship, though. <laughs> it's so, it's
0: the most alien. And I mean that the movie Alien. Not oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The,
2: yeah. the oil the dripping, ground. the oil dripping off the pipes. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: just, you know. What a cool looking ship. I agree. Yeah. With you. yeah.
0: I just picture laying out um, that guy on the table in the dining room and his oh, chest yeah. ripping open. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so oh, so the third thing—I did I say the second thing already? I did. Alright, the third thing I would say is, uh, remember you can upgrade things. You know, a, a Carrick, for instance, is the Carrick's my favorite ship. If I stuck with the default um, quantum drive, the Agni, it—I'm um, guessing Agni stands for um, aggravating because it takes forever to spool your quantum drive and it takes forever to get to your destination. Um, so it should be called the ag row. Um, but if you switch it to a TS2, um, it spools imme- almost immediately and it gets you there pretty quickly. And yeah, you burn a little bit more fuel, but especially when we only have one system to explore right now, it's more than enough to get you anywhere you need to go. Um, and I think the third... And last thing is, you know, don't, you know, take this in stride. Some of us play on a regular basis and we find a way to love it. And that, that for us is because we're part of an org and we just have a lot of fun. We'll just do almost anything. Uh, And sometimes we'll do the same thing over and over again, but still have fun because, you know, we enjoy playing with people. But if you need to take a break from the game, because it's frustrating you because it's not doing what you need to do. Take the break. I, I mean, I hate the fact that people would have to take a break, but you know, because this is the game of our dreams. So many of us put a lot of emotional investment in it more than almost any other game you would ever see, And it, I'd hate, there are people who literally burn themselves out on this game. Um, you know, they'll 30 K and then they just can't handle it anymore. We don't really have too many of those people on our org, really, or any of them really um, right now. But like, you know, don't be afraid to take a break, check in on the progress, see, see if a major patch comes through and then enjoy it. You know, we're here to sort of like explore the game and see it being built. And some of us like that journey more than ours. Um, so, Our next question comes from the Nubkins, our chief of defense, as well as our resident crash test dummy. Um, And he says, (laughs) he says, is everyone prepared for passenger induced G forces while traveling in a ship flown by those who are known for rougher than usual landings? (laughs) So I'll let you start, um, Seagard, as our guest of honor. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he takes he, he definitely has some of those uh rolling combat or combat landings as we might call them. Mm-hmm. I think we've all done them. I think we've all done them. I know uh oh,
0: I've, everybody I've, has.
2: I've mined for ore with my prospector more times than not by driving it into the surface of the planet. Uh, yeah, I think it's actually I think it's really fun to actually shuttle people around or to be shuttled around and uh and how many times have we sat there and laughed where, you know, we've all died because someone crashed into the <laughs> ground or, and after hours of trying to get all in one place, we all die and have to re-separate, and go back across the solar system to rejoin it. We just laugh. I mean, yep. but, you know, Chekhov I mean, and I have dropped more equipment out the back of my constellation by accident. You know, I think that was our yeah. worst side. It was, you know, oops, was, was that the cargo bay? Oh, there goes your 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 vehicle. You know, uh, it's like that Mortal Kombat pop up. Whoopsie, <laughs> yeah, whoopsie. So it, it is fun. It is fun. Uh, I like it. And now we all fly in the worst places, windy places. I think because it's more of a challenge.
0: Yeah. Well, and it makes it interesting visually. Yeah, it does. What about well, you, Chekhov?
1: If you all want to get a good laugh uh, as we speak, unfortunately, I was going to say I had successfully taken off on the reclaimer and now I am on my belly scraping up against the roof of the building. <laughs> on, oh, goodness. On Microtech. <laughs>
0: oh, goodness. Uh, I had a problem with my carrot yesterday because the door closed too quickly. And it flipped me upside down. And oh it took my me God. forever. <laughs> the winds
1: here are unbelievable. Uh, yeah. it's,
0: it's chaos. Um, and then our last question of uh, the week uh, actually came through us through an anchor message. Um, and it's actually from Reed's fearless leader, Techno. Uh, so let's have a listen. Hey, Geeky and Chekhov, Love the show. Techno here. Just had a quick question for you guys. I'm wondering, what are your thoughts on who's going to win this year's ship showdown? I'd love to hear them.
2: So what do you think, Seagard? Who's winning? So what we're down to uh, 890 jump, right? Uh, what else is left?
0: Uh, so left, left we have, um, well, we haven't actually voted on the 890 yet. But we have left Carrick, Caterpillar, Gladius, Eclipse, Cuddy Black. We have the Avenger Titan. Um, Today it's Prowler versus Valkyrie, but it looks like the Valkyrie is going to come out on top. And then tomorrow is the 890 versus the Razor.
2: You know, for me, I I think the Carrick will win. But I would say that two of the real underdogs there are the Avenger, because anybody can afford that ship. That's a good uh-huh. little ship. Um, if there's a lot of solo players out there who fly it, that could really push it. Um, and then always the Cut Cutlass Black. I mean, that thing is the jack of you know the it's the jack uh-huh. of all trades. It does everything. Um, yeah, but I'd say Carrick.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and what's interesting is it really is going to depend about how they how they go against each other, you know? Right. Because, for instance. Um, after tomorrow we're going to see the carrick and the cat
2: duke it out yeah
0: um do you have any predictions for your for the top 4 uh
2: well those three i certainly mentioned um uh, mm-hmm. and i would say the um the caterpillar caterpillar's still in yeah yeah
0: oh but it, it it's impo- either the carrick or cat moves forward
2: oh uh, okay so uh let's go 890 jump
0: yeah Move okay forward. Yeah. What about you, Chekhov? Who's so, going to
2: win, and who are the top
0: four?
1: So let me ask you a question: Who was not in the runnings last year? Uh, which Carrick eight ninety jump. Okay. So, but I,
0: but I will call out the Banu Defender wasn't in last year, and it lost. And the Prowler wasn't in last year, and it's losing.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I would say I would agree with on the Carrick, and I'm sure you're probably happy to hear that. Uh, it just, I mean, in my opinion, also I think it's a great all around ship. Uh, eight, the, the only reason why it also would win over eight ninety, I just don't think uh, you know there are more people that actually own Carricks than eight nineties too. Mm-hmm. So top four, I would say uh, Carrick eight ninety. Uh, caterpillar and gladius, because I just want gladius to win.
0: Okay, all right. I think that's a. I think that's a good. Wait, you said who? Say that again. The four.
1: G- gladius. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Ninety jump, Carrick, uh-huh. uh, caterpillar, and and gladius. Right.
0: Uh, so you got to... If if the Carrick is the winner, the cat isn't in the top four. So. Oh,
1: right, right, right. Because I'm sorry. So. Uh, right, so the the cat is up against Carrick. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the fourth one would be then.
0: Okay.
1: Wait, I guess so we'll see. it definitely is is Prospector then? Definitely. Yeah, Prospector's
0: out? gone. Prospector's yeah. gone.
1: Okay, so who's left then?
0: So uh, Carrick, Caterpillar. These are all the ones going in the second rounds. And the winner of the second rounds would be in the top four. Right. So, Carrick. So, so starting Thursday, this is the order that they go going. It'll be the Carrick versus the Caterpillar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Gladius versus the Eclipse. The um, Cuddy versus the Avenger. The... Probably the Valkyrie against whoever wins the eight ninety versus Miss Razor. hmm So okay. in theory, the eight ninety and Valkyrie can't both be in the top four. The Eclipse and the the Gladius can't be in Gladius. the top four. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm not really sure then uh, who did well the deck kind only leaves one choice after what I just said, right? Just okay. by pure process of elimination. If it's eight ninety Gladius and Carrick. Uh, what is really left? Um, there's the only eclipse one ship
0: versus there. the Valkyrie.
1: I thought I thought it was the eclipse versus the Gladius. Or or is it eclipse versus? the Oh,
0: Valkyrie? you're right. All right, so it'll be it'll likely be. Oh, hang on,
1: am I so missing so that, something? That Valkyrie. If if, yeah. if I would say Valkyrie, if that's the case. Oh be-
0: no, the Valkyrie will go against the 890 potentially. It doesn't matter.
1: The, yeah. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I too think the Carrick's gonna win, and and most definitely because it has the most votes out of any ship by far in this competition. Um, it has 12,770, whereas the cat is one of the closest, I oh know the, the next closest is the Gladius. And the Gladius has 8,896. So I think the cat's getting knocked out on Thursday, um, which will be a, a big disappointment to a lot of people. I mean, that being said, we're not statisticians and we don't know what someone's second choice would be. Um, you know, so whoever liked the Reclaimer, we don't know that they're going to go character cat you know, in that matchup, but we'll see. It also could be that the Carrick got the most votes because it was the first day and the total number of votes might not match up if you add them all together. I'm not willing to do that math. So I think it's going to be the Carrick. I think the 890 is going to be in the top four. Um, I think the Gladius will be in the top four. Hmm.
1: So and I, I think, think the, uh, yeah.
0: the Avenger might be in the top four.
1: Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot all about the Avenger. Oh, absolutely. Then. That's yeah. one of my favorite ships. I, I didn't know that was in the runnings.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, the Avenger beat the Reliant Core, Actually, the Avengers the second highest votes um, with 9,070.
1: Yeah, see, if there was a category for the best starter ship, I think the Avenger would be the one.
0: I, re- I truthfully think once they have enough ships, like a few more ships get released, they should start putting them in classes and even put the ground vehicles
2: against each other too.
1: Yeah. yeah. It
2: would be cool Best you line. Do line. Yeah. All
0: right. yeah. Like choose the your favorite of each size class from right. each manufacturer and then what, duke what, it out.
2: Yeah, and just say Origin versus Drake, right? What a tough yeah. one that would be. Yeah. I mean, you know, Drake's got the, you know, there's some middle ships so you can't really compete with the black, but, um, uh, but, you know, 600 i is amazing, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's a great ship. And against the Caterpillar, it's, that's a good, that's tough. You know, or even, even do it across lines where you have, um, the three cutlasses, right? It, mm-hmm. The cutlass blue in particular against the cutlass red. Which one, right? I'd be that'd be real hard to choose. Yeah,
0: yeah, we, it would be. I mean, I'd choose the red only because I prefer medical gameplay. Yeah. But the cutlass black is pretty cool.
1: It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, you I know, mean, the
0: cutlass color, blue.
1: <laughs> it really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really yeah. is. Speaking of which, we should uh, devote some time in our future episodes, like to take something like. Cutlass and, you know, and some other ships. They have, like, three different variations and really talk mm-hmm. about the differences. You know, like, what is the difference between black, blue, and red, you Yeah, know. Like
0: Yeah, it. we could talk about that. Right. Definitely. Um, so, you know, uh, if you want to submit a question uh, for next week's show, you can do so by going to our Anchor page, um, and you can submit an audio question there. We do have a ReadCast Discord, so you could submit a question there. We have a ReadCast email address; you could submit a question there. All three of those will be in the show notes, uh, so that you can uh, find those easily. Um, you could also even, you know, direct message me in Discord if you want. Um, you know, I check all those things before the show goes live. Um, you know, also we do have that email. We have a YouTube. We have a Facebook have a discord we're going to put all that info in the show notes um and then you know as as i always mention because we can't not plug read in a more specific way uh during readcast since it's called readcast um you know read is a really great org for people who are looking for a polite friendly environment uh it's a great place to discover to explore um, you can be doing research, engineering, and you notice discovery, exploration, engineering, research, it's all read, uh, <laughs> uh, as well as, you know, if you, if you're a combat pilot, but you don't want to be the aggressor, um, this is the place as well. So we have a role for almost anyone in the game, as long as you're not a pirate, um, check us out. The link to reads, uh, page on RSI is also in the show notes, um, uh, Seagard, thanks so much for joining us on this week's episode. Thanks, we really enjoyed part. having you. Do um, you have any any last words before we call it a night?
1: No, this was a lot of fun, and I'm sorry to end this podcast with me laying on top of the <laughs> Microtech roof, but. <laughs> oh, that's just what it is. <laughs> it
2: wouldn't be a night to check off if it didn't involve something like that. <laughs>
0: well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We'll tune in we'll uh catch you next week. Um have a great night.
1: Good night.
2: Good night.